The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to hour number two. We zip right through hour number one. I'm here to tell you. Uh, but that's the way it is on this program. You just, you know, it it's, it's, uh, goes very quickly and uh, too quickly sometimes because we have we have good time. The uh, show makes us feel good, I think. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Very uplifting and yeah, I hope so. Goes when you're having fun, time goes by quick. Except so. it's six o'clock in the morning when I get up. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did some gardening this morning. Yeah, I, I mean, got, it, it was. You yeah. got to admit, it was a really nice. I, I took nice some garbage morning. out this morning, and uh, and it was so nice and cool. Andre, I planted my second planting of of my four tomato pots. <laughs> oh. Nice. It's easy right now. You can get a good second crop. Well, did you here did in, you yeah. did you Clorox the pots? Definitely put in fresh soil. Definitely. All right. Well, that's what we tell everybody to do. And, and I lift them off the ground too. Yeah, that's an important thing. A, couple, a lot of people a, don't do that. A couple bricks under them yeah. because if you've yeah. got nematodes or something like that, I I'm just by by reasoning thinking they could get in there, Johnny. But they, they could, and also for drainage, because uh, those pots sit there, and, and even though they have holes in the bottom, sometimes just sitting they there for a long up, time, yeah. they clog up. So just for drainage purposes, uh, uh, raising them up is, is always Can a good you get idea, rid of, any of them. Can you get rid of and nematodes? Would... Nematodes are, I don't know of any uh, effective nematodes. Other than fumigation. I mean, you can do fumigation that, yeah. you know, with the sweet potatoes. I assume that's what the people who uh, do it professionally yeah, uh, exactly. Professional, yeah, yeah. tomato growers, tomato growers, or sweet <clears throat> sweet potato growers. Uh, even even you know most any of your commercial crops, they're gonna you know, do some fumigation. Um, peppers, even. yeah, uh, they'll they'll fumigate before planting uh, just to get rid of some things that you could you can't get rid of with the drenches uh, or, or foliar applications. So. Billy Howell is out at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. Morning, Billy. Good morning. You uh, grow tomatoes, do you? I do occasionally. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's frustrating, isn't it? <laughs> Is that why you only do it occasionally? Well, what I do, I just decided to come to work out here at the farmers market because they have plenty of tomatoes. <laughs> I don't have to worry about the blossoming rot and all the nematodes and all the other aggravating things. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, it's just a challenge, I, I suppose, for some people, and uh, some people are better at it than others. <laughs> so, I like the way uh, Gerald Gerald. Said years ago, he said, "Just plant lots of varieties, and that way, one of them's going to do good." Yeah, and he, he, you know, he deals with hundreds of them, literally. So, uh, and Gerald will be on next week. Um, 
I'm sorry I'm not going to be here because I love I love all of our our weekend gardener co-hosts, but um, I, I have to. I've been ordered to a wedding in Charleston, South Carolina, so <laughs> of which I have to wear a tux. Oh, oh. I know. I, I, I thought sorry. I'd confess on the air. <laughs> You to, know, they, to go they, ahead, they, to go ahead and get my well, punishment. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm reminded of the audience about the Chitlin Club. We have certain rules that you are not to wear fancy clothes. You are not to go to fancy meetings, and you are going to be forgiven right here by the by the great one because this is a must. It, if the invitation says tuxedo required, then you are hereby forgiven. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it says required or not. It says uh, it didn't say optional. I mean, oh, it's it's like it's a evening evening event. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I think that takes nice, care of it. Nice hotel in Charleston. You will not be put before the CIA, the Chitlin <laughs> Investigative Agency. Well, you may have to divvy up some punishment. <laughs> I might mention that you did confess next year. Well, I can I did I confess? I confessed to a lot of people. <laughs> That's what I did. On so, air. so, uh Billy, we Billy, we, you like chitlins? Uh no, that's not really one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we we won't invite Billy. Yeah, if I can if I can come and just eat south meat, I'm good, but that's about as far as I'm going. I don't know if we've had any we no meat. meat. Maybe that should be added to the menu. What about liver mush? Liver mush is okay, I guess. I, I, can feel I can't warm up to any liver. I'm sorry. <laughs> mush, especially. <laughs> mush no offense be. to any of the companies that make liver mush. Uh, now, we had a we had a long discussion uh, of several months ago about liver mush. About thirty minutes worth of yeah, people. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring them out. Any way we can, but uh, Billy, you have vegetables. I bet you. Do you have any freestone peaches yet? Not yet. A little bitter. Ooh. Man, hurry! <laughs> you don't like dealing with those. Uh, they're they're good, uh, with or without. Yeah. Right, right now we have uh, Kara Red peaches. Is uh, what we got out here now. I guess I pronounced that right. And. Uh, I think that's the only variety I saw down there this morning. Okay, but um, I mean, they they pretty available. I mean, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of the vendors have them. Yes, sir. What about blueberries? Still blueberries a lot of blueberries are coming in, and blackberries. Good. Oh yeah, okay. that's the good part about North Carolina, such a large and diverse growing area. Uh, things come off all times of the season. You know, get a little earlier start because of having uh, farmers down in the east versus our farmers that's out in the west. All right. Well, it's uh, it's good to have all of those. This is a this is a time of year where you you really get peaches. We we don't have any strawberries, I assume. We still have a few. Okay, because we've had some pretty warm weather. Yeah, I think weather. through this weekend, this weekend may be wrapping it up. Yeah, because we got some really hot temperatures coming up next week, unfortunately. Monday and Tuesday is going to be rough on strawberries. Yeah, it'll be rough on the folks, so on the vendors down there too. So there's, yeah. there's big fans, I'm sure, have, uh, are going to be going full steam. What else do you have under the farmer sheds this morning, Billy? Oh, we've got uh, beets and uh, cauliflower, three different colors of cauliflower down there. I don't, I don't know if they taste different, but it's your pretty. Uh, sweet potatoes, uh, squash, got straight neck squash. Down, um, 
Karabi. Down there we have... Well, a, what's that word? Karabi. <laughs> now, Where'd you Alabama go to school, Golden. son? I went to the Goldsboro High School. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where Andy Griffith <laughs> taught. Yeah. And now, I was not in... I did not get taught by Andy. My aunts did. Yeah. My aunts got taught by Yeah, him. he was band teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was a proud member of his uh, drama club that he started, though. You know, uh, 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 Tom Kearney had a, Tom Kearney went to Goldsboro High School. Johnny Hood did too, and they uh, one of their friends back in the day, I guess when they were in high school, found a, uh, a signed piece of paper that you could get out of class. It was signed by Andy Griffith <laughs> and his autograph. Yeah, so I mean, it, it wasn't easy back in the day to get Andy Griffith's autograph, but this guy found one just from a. <laughs> Class release or whatever it was. Okay, I, I made the quick. Tell us what Karabi is. <laughs> you know what Karabi is. I just want I don't I want him to say it. You want me to explain what Karabi is? Yeah, explain yeah, it. I think it's a martial art. <laughs> 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 that might be karate. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can uh, I can honestly tell you I think they're really cool looking, especially how the little stems come up off of the root. But uh. I don't know what they taste like. I had never tried one of the things. Those in Chitlins, you, you, you don't like. Huh? <laughs> Johnny, what's a karabi? It's a brassica. I think it's, well, I don't know that it is a brassica. So it's, a, it's a cool season uh, vegetable, but and you eat the stem of it. That's about as far as I can go. <laughs> Andre, are you a karabi expert or lover? Andrea? Have we lost Andrea? Yes, I am here. No, here. <laughs> I, I, uh, you nodded off on me. That's great. <laughs> I know. I had some background noise, so I put it on mute. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, it's probably good for you, but no, no, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it is a healthy it. plant. That's, a, that's probably where you're Brussels sprouts. Have it. The, 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 it looks kind of like a turnip. Family. It kind of looks, it has, it has grain, has stems, has a bulb. And yeah. uh, it's 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 a German turnip. Uh, German, okay. It's, Do you uh, eat the roots? The, it does have a bulb on it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. like bro, it's uh, it's like kale and oh, I'm sorry. Ruth. Oh, okay. It's like kale, cauliflower, <laughs> broccoli, yeah. Brussels sprouts, yeah. collard greens. It's in that sort of in that family. I, I it sounds I, a little uptown to me, but if it's German, I'll stick with our German baker here. I like those pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> yep, well, yep. he may incorporate a little karabi you. in that. Uh, it's spelled K-O-H-L-R-A-B-I, by the way, if you're Kohlrabi. uninitiated. So that's something you can include in your master gardener training, both of you. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, write that down <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you too. Yes. Y'all's next well, meeting uh, with Sam Kohlrabi. and Monica, y'all can discuss kohlrabi. Well, they probably know way more than I do. Well, they're both uh, both have a degree in horticulture, so yeah. All right. At any rate, Billy, we boy, we ran right off the road with that. Yeah, but what else? Uh, what else you got down there? We have, we have some I mean, that hurt. <laughs> well, nobody knew anything about it. I think we hit a karabi plant head on. Well, we got some uh, first pickings of okra coming off and um, eggplants. Oh boy. I like eggplant. Uh, you can Good deep fix that all plant. kinds of way. Uh, make that with some, you know, Italian way with a little cheese on it. But the okra, I'm afraid I like fried okra the best. I like boiled okra the best. Mm. Mm. 
That's another thing. <laughs> liver, liver and boiled okra. No, I, I, you'd have, you'd I, have to chain me and drag me to the, <laughs> to the table to, to do with that. It's a little bit mushy, isn't it? It's a little bit mushy. Both of them. <laughs> Can be. Liver mush and... <laughs> And uh, and boiled uh, okra. But what else you got? Let's uh, move on from that. We have some um, <laughs> a few plums came in. Um, I think yesterday may have been the first day on them. Had some nectarines, uh, peaches, and blueberries, and right. blackberries, a lot of zucchinis and squash. No butter beans yet. No butter beans. Not quite yet. Okay. I'm still waiting. Looking for that. Looking for that. Yeah. So uh, you got plant vendors out there today? We have a lot of plant vendors Good. out here. And you can still get your tomato plants. We have some tomato plants out here. Uh, a lot of herbs and household plants and trees and hanging baskets and succulents. How about that? So up in the market shops, you got you got some coffee brewing this morning and some... Um, Bread baking. Well, yes, this is the place to go. Because that's the building I like the best. Yeah. Now you talk, we were talking about fragrances of plants. There are great fragrances up in the market shop this yes, morning. Between the coffee and the fresh apple jacks and cinnamon raisin bread. And then you got all types of stuff to drink between the coffees, the old-fashioned sodas, old-fashioned candy. A lot of gift ideas, uh, bird houses and yard flags you know, for your gardens. Uh, I'm sure, Billy, you still got that fancy Rufus dog. They do. And you can go down and get you some of that Chatham Hill wine by the bottle. It goes pretty good with those Rufus dogs. <laughs> you know, uh, hot dogs and wine, I, I'm not sure. That's high class. <laughs> that, I, I guess that makes it high now class. Now you're talking Chapel Hill. Yeah, but Chapel Hill hot dog, huh? All right, that's that's what you get, and uh, lots of lots of things. Uh, we got Father's Day coming up. Anything in there for Father's Day? Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, there's uh, hammocks. If my youngest would buy me a hammock, that would probably put me just about in heaven in the evening time while I get home. Oh, now you uh, your children should be listening to this. I hope they are. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. They have the um, outdoor furniture uh, made out of um, this recycled, uh, I guess, plastics. Uh huh. It's good. Wind chimes. I like those. That way, when my wife starts fussing, I just hit the wind chime. And it, you know, honey, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting technique. It you works. Got, you got uh, the seafood. Restaurants out there. Do. It's uh, almost an all-you-can-eat place because they, they pile up the food there. And they're they're open starting at 11 today, I guess? Yes, sir. All right. That's 8 o'clock good. tonight. Uh, Calabash-style seafood. Like you said, if you can eat one of the plates of food down there, you've done good. And, uh, of course, the Farmer's Market Restaurant is there, and they're serving at this hour until 3 o'clock, I believe, today. Oh, always great food. And uh, let's see, uh, Super Sod, I'm sure they're selling a lot of warm season grass sod right now because a lot of people are... I trucks coming in all day. I bet they do. And um, the Market Imports uh, has a lot of 
of uh, containers. We're talking about tomatoes. You can mm-hmm. get you a container for beautiful uh, pots and yep. wrought iron wrought iron i was over there yesterday day before yesterday looking at the statues that they have yeah yeah you think about putting one out in the front yard there well if i could hide behind it when my wife starts coming out the back door throwing stuff at me i, I had to have kind of a little bit larger one out there well you like to take those wind chimes and throw them back uh, I, I may have Rufus over there investigating. That's right. right. We, we, we can find oh, you. Yeah, I, can, I can send the CIA over there. That's right. So, uh, Billy, I, that y'all are uh, open tomorrow, too, seven we days are. a week, seven as a matter of fact. Week. And uh, we do have one event coming up on the 23rd of June. Uh, will be Blueberry Day. Ooh, that's Ooh, a great, yeah. great yeah, day. Speaking mm. with some blueberry cobbler and all types of festive events. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Billy. You have a nice weekend. You too. Y'all right. come see us. Thank you, sir. We will. All right. Uh, our friend Steve is at Crabtree Valley. Uh, we're with all the Daylily folks. Morning, Steve. Hey, how y'all doing? Where couldn't be better. Well, we've got a flurry of activity going on right now. I we're bet. Ripping your uh, for viewing, and uh, we've got two clubs here displaying their flowers. And it looks like we're going to have a couple of hundred on display. So if you have a flower uh, that you want to display, you have until 1045 to get down here to the mall. And uh, you can uh, register it and get it entered into the contest. If you're not a member, you can become a member. Uh, Only members can actually win prizes. So we do have daylilies for sale. They're uh, $7 a piece or 3 for 15 Sounds like a deal, uh, and uh, you'll you'll get uh, daylilies from experts there and uh, a lot of great advice about how to plant and how to care for daylilies, which are pretty easy to take care of, aren't they, Steve? Well, I think so. Uh, my wife puts a lot more effort into it than I think she needs to, but in any case, <laughs> I well. think the whole... I used to. I know right now. <laughs> Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of really good gardeners here that if you need advice, we'll be glad to answer any questions you have. That's fantastic. Well, I hope so lots, of, lots of people go. And those, those daylilies that you're selling will probably go pretty fast, won't they? Well, we hope so. <laughs> it's our only fundraiser of the year, so... Yeah, please come down. Uh, $7 is a bargain. 15 is a steal. So, and some of these day lilies, when we put them in the ground, went for $30, $40, 50 So, my goodness. Uh, every one of them, the ones that are, I have uh, about 28 of them from my garden here. So, if you need advice on how to plant them, I'll be here until at least 2 o'clock. Right. Uh, I'm going to try to make it that long today. It was really tiring. Yeah. But uh, the, uh, the like I said, come on down. We'll show you how to put it in the ground. Uh, we, we've got advice on deer control, with fertilizer, all that. Anything you need to know, we'll be glad to help you. Sometimes Steve. I think we're better than master gardeners. 
<laughs> because we're allowed to at least use our experience to pass on to other people. Uh-huh. And I like that. That's good. Well, you have a nice day, Steve. Thanks for uh, bringing us up to date on that. I'll call you later with an update. Okay, that's fine. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, right, We're going to talk to Gerald Adams coming up. We need to take a break. Uh, Brother Gerald, hang in there, buddy. Uh, we're always glad to hear from Gerald. He's oh, going to yes. be on the show next week uh, with uh, Brother Scott, our morning man. And uh, Rufus and I won't be, be here. but Yeah, I'll miss Gerald. Gerald, yeah. All right, we'll talk to Gerald coming up. <laughs> Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Mike Rayley here, Rufus Edmonston, uh, Johnny Coley, who is an extension agent in person in Granville County, and Andrea Lane, a master gardener in Mitchell County. And Brother Gerald Adams was nice enough to hang on through the news. How you doing, Gerald? I'm doing good. How y'all? I'm good. Rufus and Mike and extension crowd. Yeah, boy. So... <laughs> yeah. uh, so you you uh, did you your ears light up? Did something light up when you heard all this tomato talk? Well, I caught the tail end of the tomato talk. All I heard was grow lots of varieties, which I'm a I'm a big preacher of that. That's what you were quoted. Called, <laughs> I, actually, I actually called because I caught the kohlrabi uh, debate. Are you a, are you a fan of that? Well, they go well I, with tomatoes. Uh, not particularly, but uh, let's just say growing up in eastern Wake County, Cole Rock, my grandmother didn't plant it, so it didn't exist. And yeah. I had never heard tell of kohlrabi until I was adding more raised beds when I was at the governor's mansion, and I saw some seed now, and I thought, well, what is this? That looks kind of funny. So I grew some for the first time, uh, and it's uh, you can do it any way you would a turnip. You can cut it up in chunks and make a soup out of it. You can mash it like you do turnips. It grows sitting right above ground instead of down in the dirt. There's uh, green flash varieties. There's even a purple one. But what was unique about it, the chef at that time would slice it up raw like a cucumber and put it in salads. Yeah. And it has a, it's more of an apple kind of texture, firmer texture than soft like a cucumber. Uh, but it really gave a, a different little twist to it. But uh, you can grow it in the spring and fall here, and it makes unbelievably quick, way quicker than broccoli or cauliflower or anything like that do. So so people need to give it a try sometimes. You, you regularly in the early spring and sometimes in the fall see, see the plants available at the farmer's market. So it's uh, from 20 years ago, I had never heard tell of it in this area. It is much more widely grown now. Yeah, well, it's a tuber form, huh, Gerald? Uh, and no, it's actually no. It, it's all the bulb uh, makes above ground. Yeah, it's so, a stem. Uh, it actually all is that's a in stem. The ground is is regular roots. It most of them you want to uh, cut them when they maybe are the size of a tennis ball or a little bit smaller. There's one variety that gets almost softball size, but I have found if you, you let them get too large, they almost get a little woody uh, taste in the end to get a little too hard. 
Uh, but it sits right on top of the ground. It has just a few little leaves that look like a stunted collard leaf uh, growing, growing out of it. But what shocked me is how quick, I mean, from a, from a plant that uh, you would plant that's three or four inches tall, it seems like in 30 to 45 days it's, it's ready to cut. Of course, you're just going to get one of those little, uh, almost looks like a bulb per plant. Well, no, you no. have solved a lot of the mystery of the kohlrabi. <laughs> you going to order some for supper tonight? Uh, I'm no. still not intrigued about it. <laughs> well, it, if you like turnips, you definitely will like it. And anybody that will, likes uh, raw broccoli or cauliflower will like it as well. I think that's – I'm fairly comfortable in saying that. So if you like uh, – what if you like turnip grains and cooked in fat bags? Well, then that, well, you can cook anything in fat bags. So. <laughs> I'll have to try it then. Uh, well. so I, I may grow y'all some next year just so y'all can give it a whirl. But very, very easy to grow, makes matures quickly, uh, hardly no disease issues, very few pest issues. It's, it's really, really easy to grow. And you can plant them really clear. You can grow a bunch of them in a pretty small space because you don't have to put the plants lower, you know, four inches apart. Right. All right. So you're going to take care of uh, Scott Brigham next week? Or? I'm going to I'm going to try to take care of him, a good another Carolina man. So to be sure, we can we'll try to battle our way through it. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. His daddy, Too bad uh, I can't be here, Gerald, because yeah, right. we could have a, a, a all Carolina show. Woo. His daddy uh, taught dermatology. He was a dermatologist. He taught there at uh, the medical school, and so they that's where he grew up, Chapel Hill. I went, Gerald. That, Ger- that Gerald's Lightning that weighs that that said was about a thirty-gallon uh, container is now about three feet tall. And was, well, I hope you're starting to see some little green fruit come on it because it's I'm, I'm just I'm just now seeing the blooms. Well, then we'll hopefully perk on up some because I've got some fruit getting a pretty good size, but not not any starting to show any color yet. Yeah. But I am doing. I'm watering it almost daily, and I am. You will have to, especially next week with that thermoplast that's coming through. A light, just a light uh, touch of fertilizer. Well, I just wanted to touch in on the kohlrabi debate because uh, it is a for people that have grew up in this area, not a vegetable that most people are familiar with, uh, but but does has its place. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll try to keep everything situated next weekend for you, Mike. Well, let me let me get uh, get you in on this this plant that I smell every year uh, as I'm walking, and I is I can't figure out what plant it is. It's not a gardenia. It's not the fragrance of a, a magnolia blossom. What the, what? The it's a real sweet smell. I think it's very possibly one of the viburnums because that's what Johnny said. Have just busted out in bloom in the last seven days or so. Uh, I, I've seen some bloom in some places. That you, sometimes with viburnum, you forget there's a blooming plant there yeah. uh, because there's so much green and foliage to it, then all of a sudden you're surprised when you're like, oh, there's some nice-looking blooms there. And Some of them look so much like hydrangeas. People get confused with that sometimes. But there yeah. are a number of really good-smelling varieties, and some of them, even though – they say spring blooming or really early summer blooming. 
uh, varieties, but there's there must be a half a dozen of them now. Uh, my guess is in your neighborhood, there's a pretty good chance that that's it because most of the other ones you are pretty for me. I mean, even the red honeysuckle is still blooming now. Uh, and there are more and more people planting that than before. But I, I would almost bet that it's, it's one of the viburnums. Mark. All right. Well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, if I have to walk into somebody's yard, I'm going to have to figure out, try to figure out what it is. Well, just hold you up a little sign. Don't well, try not to bother you. Just smelling the flowers. <laughs> just smelling well, somebody suggests stopping and smelling. The I hold a sign that says, "I'm the weekend gardener." Of all of us, yeah, your <laughs> listeners. Yeah, they may. It's a noble. They may not listen to the show. I got people that uh, that almost chop their their uh, crepe myrtles down. I mean, oh, they commit no. crepe murder. I know they don't listen. <laughs> well, I pretty sure that Nelson's memory is a whole lot better than mine and yours. Well, I've already asked her, and I'm sure she's told me, but uh, she hadn't contacted me this morning uh, to try to refresh my memory. So I guarantee you in less than five seconds she tells you just exactly what she told you before. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> I, have, I still struggle with stuff from last week, let alone a year ago. <laughs> I know. It's tough getting old. Mm-hmm. Gerald, I, I appreciate it, buddy. I'm sorry I'm not going to be here because I always enjoy you being on. Now, what about your website for folks who are interested? Uh, that's GeraldandHenrysPlants.com. We had, I'm through selling plants for the year. That's pretty much a late March. Uh, right. It just passed uh, a Mother's Day. But I had a fabulous, I, I, I sold the most I've ever sold this year. Had a lot of good new customers. People have been sending me pictures of potential problems. But thus far, uh it's been a pretty good growing season i've not had nearly as many oh my lord what is this can you help me out as i had at this point in time last year so i'm keeping my fingers crossed we're due for a less of a tomato disease year and i.e better growing conditions because we've had some pretty tough years probably three of the last four years yeah well next week is is certainly going to be tough on tomatoes and, and a lot of yeah, other tough things on, and tough on people working out <laughs> i was about to say uh, at the centennial campus uh, it's, it's really going to be tough you got to find some shade somewhere we'll be getting an early start to the day i would would imagine yeah. so well give give my best to the chancellor over there I will. Well, Gerald, I might be calling you guys from a train on the on the way to D.C. for the 50th anniversary of the Watergate break-in. I guess you were a little boy. Fabulous, Rufus. You, if it needs to be, you tell them to stop that train. If <laughs> yeah. Get better reception. Yeah. yeah. You can you can stop right, and use the phone booth. All right, Gerald. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you calling. All right. Uh, always great to hear from Gerald. Uh, uh, Scott Brigham and uh gerald adams will be on the show next week as uh, rufus will be in washington and uh i'll be be at a wedding in charleston so in a tuxedo in a uh and yes sir yeah. yes sir in a tuxedo <laughs> so nine one nine where i'll be next weekend i don't know miss andrea where will you be i'll be at the rhododendron festival in mitchell county oh, oh wow that is wow. so beautiful I'll probably pick that over the wedding, Mike. So, yeah, I would love to go to the to where it's cooler because it's going to be hot in Charleston. It's always hot in Charleston. So uh, the rhododendrons doing well now, or or is this like uh, sometimes the Daffodil Festival or the yes. the, the this or this or that festival yeah. that we have in Eastern North Carolina? The things have already bloomed. Sometimes, yeah, the landscape ones, the ones that are cultivated in people's yards, have. Um, 
have peaked and gone. Yeah. But up on the mountain, they're um, they're just coming into bloom. Oh, very and, good. Uh, June. And, you know, oh, we're not going to let that stop us, you know? I'm envious. Uh, yeah. And that's a debut for the Mitchell Master Gardeners. This is our public debut. The rhododendron will be there answering questions about rhododendrons and whatever else people need to know. Well, it's about a four-hour drive, but if you uh, <laughs> if you want to talk to Andrea, of, you want to get out of the heat this week, come to the mountain. Yeah. Well, you know, I I just saw uh, on my phone as I'm looking at it the uh, first hour of the Weekend Gardener podcast on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts has popped up, and so that's that's already in the system. You can go to wptf.com. You can listen live uh, most places. Uh, and you can listen in the state. I don't know that you can listen out of state except with TuneIn Radio. You can't on our website for some reason. And uh, you can listen to the podcast anywhere anywhere you can, you uh, have access to uh, Google or uh, Apple, any of the podcast folks. And uh, the, all three hours are, are normally available um, by the you know by the end of the show, certainly. Thanks to Jason. Uh, 919-860-9783. More of The Weekend Gardener coming up. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Yes, indeed, it has. Hard to believe. Yeah, John Harris did the Tar Heel Gardener. He was known far and wide as the Tar Heel Gardener for 40 years. And uh, 1985, Irv Evans took over as the gardening expert and I was the Saturday morning disc jockey, and, and John always had somebody, uh, an announcer, with him on the air. And uh, so I was it. And it uh, we changed the name out of respect to John. We couldn't be called the Tar Heel Gardener. Uh, certainly Irv said, definitely, I don't want to be called the Tar Heel Gardener because John Harris is an icon, a professor emeritus at, uh, at NC State University. Now, uh, Ann and, and Irv are uh, co-hosts emeritus. Uh, they certainly earned that. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a really incredible run because we're almost at uh, me. I'm almost at 40 years. Uh, you know, two and a half years or so, we'll be, we'll be at, at 40 years. It's hard to, really yeah, hard to believe. Yeah. January of 2025. That is, uh, that is. Be my 50th year, too, then. Oh, you were a young man back at when you started. I was 22. I was 22. Did you know what you were doing? No. I should not have been hired. They sh- <laughs> no. They should, they should not have hired me because I didn't, I didn't have the experience. They hired two of us. Hap Hansen told me that 48 people applied for the job. I was, I was taking the only course that they had in NC State for radio. It was in the speech department. And the uh, professor one day said, uh, this job's available at uh, WPTF as a producer for Open Line and Sports Line. And so I applied along with 47 other people, and two of us got the job. And the other guy had a lot more experience than I. But I guess he got bored with the job or 
whatever for whatever reason maybe he got a better job and uh, he he left after about four or five months so i've that was 1975 i've i've been here ever since obviously wow <laughs> almost 50 years <clears throat> poor melissa yeah, no. Sweet well, Melissa. sweet Melissa, she uh, she has she's certainly put up with some terrible hours and uh, uh, and me. Well, somebody uh, asked the other night, Linda, at this <laughs> gathering, said, "What? How do you put up a roof?" She said, "Well, it's been a whirlwind." Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it has it's been uh, anything but dull, hasn't it? True. I think she would admit that. <laughs> she got to meet Elvis. And a lot of other people. Uh, she certainly did. Yeah. Yeah, you've met you've met Bob Hope. Yeah, I got good pictures of Bob Hope. Was he nice? Sang with Loretta Lynn. One of my greatest thrills was singing with Loretta Lynn. Yeah, you've met a lot of, if you buy his book, if you buy his book. Hey, Tom Campbell is on here. Tom, Tom, you doing all right? I'm doing fine. I just want to correct a misconception. A misperception, (laughs) I guess. Misperception. The folks at WPTF occasionally made some very, very good decisions. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Tom. I, I I didn't try to fool them. I I was I worked at NC State at, at WKNC, but I didn't I didn't you know really didn't have a chance to do a whole lot. There were a lot of people, a lot of students there, and only so much airtime. And but uh, for some reason, uh, Evelyn Ramey and and Charles Stegall saw something in me. Well, one of the things I've always enjoyed about working with you and knowing you is that you are so humble. You never, you never really appreciate your own talents. And- I just told him that, Tom. He won't believe me. I, do. I, I don't know that I ever will, but I, I, uh, I appreciate uh, more than you'll ever know. Y'all saying that, and you were certainly the best boss I ever had. Well, I appreciate that, but I just wanted—I just wanted to correct that. I don't want the listeners to believe what you just told. Me. You, you tell truth most of the time. Well, that was—it is true. I mean, I would Hapazin said there were forty-eight people, and they chose the, this guy and me, and and uh, he left, and I'm still here. Well, and but they shouldn't have, shouldn't have hired me. <laughs> well, it's been a—it's been a Hall of Fame run, and as you well know, one of these days you're going to be in broadcast Hall of Fame. I'm going to see to it. My gosh. So I think that's marvelous, Tom. You and I have talked about that many a time. Well, way so back there. when boss, Don Curtis, by the way. Yeah. Well, y'all are the men, I'll tell you that. It, it, we'll, it, uh, it, anyway, I, I we love the show, as always, and enjoy uh, listening to it. And uh, I, 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 <laughs> we, turned the phone, we turned the show on late, I have to admit. And I heard this voice, and I told Lib, I said, that's got to be Gerald. Gerald called uh, to talk about kohlrabi. Yeah. Uh, well, who, who wants to talk about kohlrabi? I don't know. It, it got brought up uh, during our farmer's market visit. And so we, uh, just like liver mush, we expanded on it. <laughs> yeah, there are better things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we talked about liver mush for about a half hour uh, a few months ago. Yes, I know. I'm Rip, sorry. I wish I could be on that train going with you and, and be in Washington next week for that uh, Watergate reunion. I know that is going to be just a marvelous uh, a marvelous time. Leslie, yeah, Leslie Stahl, I believe, is going to be the moderator, and John yeah. Dean, I believe, will be there. Will well, he be there? And Connie Chung, one of my Connie favorite. Chung. Yeah, uh, She well, was always running. CNN, you, 
you've been watching this CNN series, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Uh, that that uh, Woodward and Bernstein have anchored on uh, CNN. A little less about. than a minute, Tom. Okay. And it's on a Sunday night again at 9 o'clock. You got it. That's why I was going to say it. And I think he'll cover Watergate. And, and, and I'm glad to hear your boxwood is doing well. It is doing well. And enjoy the show. Y'all keep it up. Just had to call in and correct a mistake. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tom, you, we, we love you and, and Lib and, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's so nice talking to you. And I got <laughs> Every to time. take care of this canker on my uh, plum tree, by the way. Oh, all right. Well, that yeah, I, I hope that somebody can do that. I hope that uh, the uh, Bartlett folks can take care of that for you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's a wicked-looking thing. Take care, my friend. Same to you. My good friend. Thank you so right. much. Bye-bye. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. We'll talk to Paul after the news. 